0: This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right. Good morning and uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Morning Breath. I'm Pastor Brian. I'm one of the pastors here at East Coast and I'm honored to sit in the seat, Uh, Pastor Dan's seat today. I'm uh, sitting in and get the honor of sharing the word with you and uh, maybe what jumped out uh, a bit in my devotion time as I read the chapter. We're in a new book of the Bible today, Philippians 1. I got some friends across the table and across the room from me. Pastor Christian Hurston, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing great. Excited to be here in a new book of Philippians one. It's yeah, good stuff.
0: Last time we did it together, we had a new book. Yeah, it was uh, Ephesians. The last yeah. time I think we we did it. So um, sounds good. And uh, we got Nick across there pushing some faders and uh, hitting buttons or doing something over there. What you doing over there? I'm just chilling right now. Actually, just chilling. Uh, just chilling. You're making it all roll. Yeah, not pushing too many faders or any buttons, but maybe some some point. M- making, making it, go, it look making easy. Go, yeah. You're yeah. doing good. Nick is the engineer. He's the guy behind the behind the. Board. I don't know. There's board and wires and things and <laughs> screens and speakers and things over there, and uh, he's making it all go for us. And so thanks for doing that. Yeah. We this is, a, uh, this is a devotion. This is a drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. And whether it's drive time or you're getting on a podcast or you're checking in at a different time than drive time, uh, we are thankful that you're with us, that you are getting in the Word of God on a regular basis together. Uh, that's what this show is all about is just what would God breathe on as we read the chapter and uh, really speaking to that and not really preparing a message but just preparing our hearts to say God what would you breathe on what would you speak to uh, in this uh, in this season or in this day uh, for us and so uh, we are like I said in a new in a new book and uh, we love for you to get connected know where we're at know where we're headed and so I'm gonna ask Christian to uh, help us with that to help tell people how to do that
1: yeah absolutely the easiest way is through our app which is just titled East Coast app and you can get that on the Apple or the Google Play Store or you can go to our website Website which is e c c c. That's e triple c. You can get info about East Coast events, past sermons, the morning breath schedule, and I love this as it happens to me often. Is I'll be listening to an episode, I'll pop in the car, catch the last few minutes. There's a little share button, so you can put it out, share it with a friend. Oftentimes, I'm like, man. I really want to get this to somebody and so I can get it out to them. You can also follow us on our social media. So Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, we've got content going out every day, especially our noon midday moment is something that we do. It's just a few minutes to be able to encourage you with a a word of God or, you know, maybe a worship song. And you can catch that every day on Facebook and on Instagram. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices, 321 452-1060, 452-1060, and we'd be honored to either mail or email out a Morning Breath guide or anything else you might want to know about East Coast.
0: Yeah, that's cool. We also just want to bring your attention one more time to our, our weekend services. We This yeah. is a ministry of East Coast Christian Center. Uh, we are in Merritt Island. We're in Vieira. We're in Cocoa. And uh, we're online as well. And so we would just encourage you to get in the get in the church of God's choice. But man, if you're looking for a church or you've been away from church and you're like, man, I need to get back, we would love to have you. Maybe you haven't even thought we need to get back, but you need to get back. And we would love to have you here at one of our campuses. We have service times. There's 10, 11 services every weekend, plus all the online stuff. And so we would love to connect with you and help you take another step in your walk with yeah. Christ. And so gathering and coming and coming home is a, is a part of that. And so if we can help you with that, Reach out to us. There are plan a visit. There's a lot of ways on our website and, um, to connect. And if uh, maybe it's your first time, and you're saying, "Man, I, I haven't been in church in years," and you want to come back or you yep. want to step in, we have a way to do that too. And we would love to just say hello and welcome you home and, and be a part of a weekend service. Yeah, welcome service. back
1: and welcome back home. And right. don't don't let it be awkward. Honestly, no one's going to make it feel awkward for you at all if you've been gone for a while or if it's coming up for the first time. Is you know, we want you to know that you belong before you know how to behave or before yeah. you believe. Is you can come be a of the family.
0: Yeah, it's great. So we're in Philippians 1. We have uh, 30 verses here. I'm going to read from the New American Standard Version. Nice. Uh, what do you got over there?
1: I've got New Living Translation.
0: Right on. And uh, so if you will get me started, I will read through the verse 14 and you'll pick it up at 15. That's great. All right.
1: It. I must say unto you, read sah.
0: All right Paul and Timothy bond servants of Christ Jesus to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi including the overseers and deacons grace to you and peace from God our father and the lord Jesus Christ I thank my god in all my remembrance of you Always offering prayer with joy in every prayer for all of you, in view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. For it is only right for me to feel this way about you all, because I have you in my heart, since both in my imprisonment and in, my, and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers of grace with me. For God is my witness how long or how I long for you all with affection of Christ Jesus. And and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may prove the things that are excellent, in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brethren, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater purpose of the gospel, so that my imprisonment in the cause of Christ has become well known throughout the whole uh, praetorian guard and to everyone else, and that most of the brethren trusting in the, Jesus, trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear."
1: Verse 15. It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives. They preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful to me. But that doesn't matter whether their motives are false or genuine. The message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that as you pray for me and the spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, this will lead to my deliverance. For I truly expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ whether I live or die. "'For to me, living means living for Christ, "'and dying is even better. "'But if I live, I can do, be more fruitful "'for my work of Christ. "'So I really don't know which is better. "'I'm torn between two desires. "'I long to go and be with Christ, "'which would be far better for me. "'But for your sake, it's better that I continue to live. Yeah. "'Knowing this, I'm convinced that I will remain alive "'so I can continue to help all of you grow "'and experience the joy of your faith. "'And when I come to you again,' You will have even more reasons to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what he is doing through me. Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for me. We are in the struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Amen. Amen.
0: Cool. So we're, uh, we're kicking off a, a new book here. That's a, that's a letter. Um, as, even as it starts here, Paul and Timothy bond sermons of Christ. And he's writing a letter to the saints in Philippi in this town. And, uh, it's including not just, uh, to believers, but to overseers and deacons. And he's really, yeah. he's writing to this, to a group of believers and he's saying, Hey, let, let, let's talk about some things here. Yeah. Right. And so I, I love that there's some encouragement, even from afar off, you know, I, I've been blessed just in general. I've been blessed by ministries outside of, um, right here in Merritt Island, um, you know, where, where I live and I, and I serve and I work and I'm thankful for this, um, sort of ministry that is, uh, that is global, that it's not just, uh, that today ministry is not just local to your little, your little circle and no more, Man. But, um, you know, I, there's some things that stuck out um, as we read this chapter to me. And, I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, this is what God breathed on to me I want to share with you. And there are a lot of great teaching points in this chapter. And um, I I just really appreciate uh, verse 27. It says, only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and I see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the gospel of for the faith of the gospel. You know, there's a lot of things we can get caught up in. There's a lot of things we can get, you know, we can wrestle through in this culture and this season that we live in. And, you know, we can get caught up doing all sorts of things. And um, just a reminder that, hey, you know what? This isn't a new thing that, that, that there's stuff to get you know, kind of snagged up by or to get, you know, caught up in. Um, this is something that's been going on that, you um, know, you know, Paul is uh, encouraging this this town to go. Hey, you know, let's make sure that we conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Like it matters how you live. It matters what you say. It matters what you post in, in social media world. It matters what you do. Your neighbor next door, your neighbor across the street, the 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 worker in Publix or in Walmart, the the where you go to get your car washed, where you go to get an oil change, where you the restaurants that you frequent. People are watching, and the world is looking for. The truth of the gospel. They're looking for something that is steady, that is um, that is not changing. It's not, um, you know every whim of this or that that we're rocking here or rocking there that this is a firm foundation we stand on and it's saying conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel like I know I know what my life pre-gospel pre-Jesus looked like and it was messy and um, I just don't want some of the mess to bleed over that it would taint the gospel I want the good news the Bible says a goodness of God that leads men to repentance I want the goodness of God to be reflected in my speech in my actions in how I love people how I care for people and this is an encouragement and it's just encouragement again Today, here we are, Wednesday, November the 11th. It's Veterans Day today, actually, and we honor veterans. We honor those that have served and laid yep. down their life um, to maybe it's two years, four years, or 40 years in the in uh, in the military. People have gone and done battle for us to have the freedom that we have today, and I want to honor that freedom of you know sharing the gospel, sharing showing off the goodness of God. But we're in a we're in a different season of our of our country and of our world, and. How we as believers conduct ourselves matters. And it matters to say, you know what? Let's exalt Jesus above whatever the circumstance or whatever the thing might be, that the gospel, the good news, that there's a rock we can stand on, that there is someone who laid his whole life down for us. We can serve people. We can love people well. Let's do that.
1: That's great. And the thing that really jumped out to me when you were starting off reading and all throughout the whole chapter is there's a theme of joy. So verse three says, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy. And this is something that may be a little bit different for you guys to realize, but joy and happiness are certainly not the same thing. Happiness is a response to emotions that you feel. And just like you were saying, it can be kind of like something that you get tossed around. The Bible says in the book of James, don't be tossed around in the sea, you know, to and fro like a, a ship without a rudder, yeah. is that joy is a deliberate decision that you made. And the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. I've really, God's been ministering to me a lot lately because I have heard over and over again of people dealing with depression and oppression this year and really being heavy. And one of the number one things to do when that happens is to be able to take inventory of your what you're grateful for. Really taking account of, God, thank you for what you have done. Instead yeah. of focusing and meditating on what's not there, or maybe what's happening in the world. Instead, you could be deliberate and realize joy is a weapon, joy is a strength, joy is a decision. And sometimes when you make that decision to go all in and say, I'm going to be joyful regardless of the situation or the circumstance, here Paul is dealing with something like, you know, he wrote most of these epistles while in prison. You know, we've got 13 epistles of him and most of them were written while he was locked up. yet he did it with joy as he thought about them and as he prayed for them and as they're partnering to spread the good news. And that's a a great reminder for us is, you know, November 11th, we've had a lot going on this month. There's certainly some things that people could choose not to be joyful for, or you could focus on the good things. And that really makes a difference.
0: You know, verse six is a great promise to hang on to that he will, he who began a good work in you will yeah. perfect it until the day of Christ Man. Jesus. You know, that's, that is a, um, a picture of a big God that can work through our circumstances. They can work through our, our decisions and our, and our struggles and even what's going on around us that though, um, it may not look good, though it may not be your preference. It may not be this, or it may not be that your health, your finances, your all the things, but you know what? It's a promise. I am confident. Of this thing is what Paul said. This very thing that He who began a good work in you will perfect it. He'll finish the work He's begun in you. You know what? We have a part to play in that. I do believe that. It's not just we sit back and God will get me here and get me there. God will do it all for me. No, we have a part to to obey His will. To you know to dig into His plan and to you know, the foundations of, of some of these things of, you know, how we lay down our life for each other and how we serve each other and things that way. But man, God can do some stuff. Just keep being faithful. You know, there's this, the process of just another day and another step and another, you know, whatever it might be, another phone call, you know, it might be another paycheck. It might be another bill coming in the mail, but let's be faithful to just keep walking it out. And, uh, I love the encouragement from Paul to go, Hey, you know what? God's bigger than all this. He's outside of time. He can make all this stuff work. And you know what? Don't lose sight of that. Let's be thankful. Let's be joyful. Like you said, I think the joy thing is a huge deal in the midst of the battle. That in the midst of whatever the circumstances might be today, you can have peace because God's going to get it done in you and through you. But let's 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 engage in that battle with him. You know, we we fight not from a place of, man, I'm getting ripped off and, man, I don't know if God cares or I don't know if if, you know. No, we fight from a place of victory. He yeah. does care. He did care. He laid his best down for us and from a place of victory of going jesus already won the battle let's go fight to enforce what's already been won for us let's go get what we've been you know laid hold of like let's apprehend what we've been apprehended for like let's go do that let's reach out let's not sit back let's not slow down let's go forward let's hit the gas pedal and press on to the high call of christ jesus there is a higher call than what you're sitting in today come on let's go and it it might feel like dude i don't know i'm tired i'm tired well you know what rest might be part of let's go, yep. you know, like absolutely. rest could part be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. God could did part of this.
1: <laughs> we could do it too. You
0: know what you actually need to do is need to rest in what work was done in yeah. Jesus. Uh, verse 11 says having been filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ. Like yep. your ability, the fruit of righteousness is coming through Christ. It's not your good works. It's not what you, all the things that you've done and all that you've attained and all the hard work you've done. It actually comes through Jesus Christ, and what he's done for you
1: already. Yeah, when you said verse six, it just blessed me so much. The message translation says it this way, there has never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to flourishing finish on the very day Christ appeared. And for Thinking about, you know, parents, you've got four kids, I've got three that are, you know, in teenage years. And a lot of times parents will deal with a lot of kind of fear and anxiety of thinking about their kids going off the rails. And the Bible says that if you train a child up in the way they should go, when they'll get older, they will not depart from it. So if you're listening right now and you've got a, a wayward kid, maybe not even as a teenager, but maybe in their 20s or their 30s and they've lost their way, this is a Bible verse that you can stand on and don't look at the news reports, don't look at the stats that are out there. Instead, stand on the word of God and let that be what you see as true, that yeah. you can know that this is a promise that you can stand on. I've heard Pastor Dan share that before, is his son, John, is a firefighter, a very yeah. dangerous job. You know, he doesn't feel fear and anxiety over that because he knows the promises that God has given him over his kids, that... God's going to continue to work these things out, that he's going to keep them safe, that he's going to see it all the way through to the end. So hold on to that promise and change out the junk from the world for the promises from the Bible. That's really what you need to know is true rather than something else that someone's trying to put in your head.
0: And I think uh, just uh, moving through this chapter, I think uh, it's an incredible perspective that Paul could have about um, people that are teaching Christ for the wrong for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, I mean, selfish he's, ambition. And he's, gain. he's able to sit back and go, "Hey, you know what? Nonetheless, you know." Hey, it, it's gonna it's gonna get done. I'm gonna yeah. rejoice because you know what the gospel is the gospel and it's gonna work. You know, and sometimes we can you know we can wrestle through um, something we see out there or somebody has said this or taught this or believe this or that. And as Christians, we can be critical of other Christians more than we're critical of anything else, which is so sad yeah. and so broken. You know that we should actually love one another enough to you know come alongside and go. You know what? I don't agree with every detail, every single you know speck of this or that. But you know what? The things that we that we do agree on. Let's let's agree on those and let's be, let's be faithful to go. You know what? It's going to, it's going to work out here. And Paul, Paul's sitting back going, Hey, only then in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed. Yeah. Hey, whether there's, there's some thing going on that's threaded into that mess. You know what? At the end of the day, what's going to matter is that Christ Jesus was preached. The good and so, news
1: is getting out there. For
0: that, let's get the good news out there, and uh, let's let's just not be critical. That the critical spirit is going to break oh, things man. more than you ever so want broken, right? And it's just going to tear you down. He says, "Yes, and I will rejoice." That's what you're saying about the joy thing. He will rejoice, for I know this will turn out for my deliverance. He's, he's, in, he's literally in prison yeah. while he's writing this. He's Shamed going, up. "Hey, yeah, he's going, hey, I know it's going to work out, all right. Yeah, it's going to make we're going to make it. Hey, this is going to be okay. We're going to do it. And if we can get any encouragement today from Paul to go ahead." We're going to make it. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. You know, we've been making it for a couple thousand years. We're going to make it for, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, the church of Jesus Christ has continued to be able to flourish through opposition, through everything else.
0: He says for me to live is Christ and die is gain. Yeah. He's like literally at the, at the point of going, you know what? Well, if I die, I die because heaven's better. Yeah. But I know it's not where I'm supposed to be to yet. i got stuff to do still. i, I got, got a few done. things.
1: Yeah. Verse 12, again, at the message translation says, I want to report to you, friends, that my imprisonment here has had the opposite of its intended effect. Instead of being squelched, the message has actually prospered. And I know that that's what God has done in 2020. The church has never had a bigger voice. Is, you know, church doors shut and then the internet opened up in ways that have never happened before. You and I have seen some of the stats of the amount of churches that were broadcasting online pre-COVID. You know, whatever it was, it went up hundreds and hundreds of percentile. That Facebook's like, we've got to figure this out. YouTube is like, we've got to figure this out. There, the church was on the radar because of the message getting out so much sure. And back in the early parts of COVID, it was still in June or July, I had heard about some crazy stats of millions of people making decisions for Christ in response to the church being online and going out. So what the enemy has meant for evil, God will work out for good. You know, that's from the story of Joseph in Genesis that, you know, the enemy was trying to take him out. He got thrown in a pit, got thrown in prison. He, He went through all this hard times, but God used it to be able to get the message even further and to protect his people. So don't be discouraged. When you see things out there in the world, you can actually perk up and know, hey, I know God's going to work this out in a greater way rather than thinking, oh, we're defeated and doomed. That's where that joy is an intentionality where you can say, man, God's up to something really big. Yeah. You know, there's, it's it's so much about
0: perspective. It's so much about celebrating what is celebratory, right? Like we need to actually, if, if we'll focus on what is worthy of celebrating today, man, we can find something. You could find things to celebrate. If your perspective is on, let's find something to celebrate. But the second that we lose sight of, you know, some people are great cheerleaders. I'm not typically one of those guys. I'm not like this rah-rah, hey, you know. But when I'm intentional about looking for things that are good and if I see it, say it, I can do this. Like this is something my personality's not bent that way all the time, but I could find things yep. to celebrate. There's a there's an incredible um, I don't know, there's a it's a teaching, like for teachers. It's a teaching for teachers, and maybe you're going off to school today, and this could help you. But there's a thing called um, positive behavioral responses, yeah. and in teaching, and so if as you teach something, if the more response you get from the person that's actually receiving the teaching out there, yeah. they say that the better learning that is going on, Absolutely. right? And so. You know, many times as we teach something or we show something, we think we got all the best information. We're just giving it out. But actually to engage in the conversation and to celebrate maybe what, as the learner, to celebrate even what's being taught you to go, that's good. Man, I'm going to grab hold of that. Or when you see somebody who is grabbing that thought, you know, this is talking about, hey, let's keep going. Let's do this. You know, uh, God will get it done. Well, as you're along the way, man, I, I mean, I've I've shared this before, but, you know, Christian and I actually have run together many, many miles. I don't know the number of miles that we've ever been. Hundreds, maybe thousands. I don't know. Yeah. We put a lot of miles in together of running or riding on our bikes or even swimming laps in a pool because we trained together uh, for a season there. And um, in that process, I know that I'm better when there's someone alongside me celebrating yeah. what we're getting done. Absolutely. Like it is thinking hard to be out there alone by doing yourself. it by yourself. And honestly, though the though the internet has become a great option for you with online church and with you know connecting to ministries out there and podcasts and even this show, we make it available because we believe in it. We want to get the word of God out there. But you know what we believe also? And let's do it alongside each other. Let's yeah. do it together. That's why there's two of us across the table so right now sharing better. the word. There's power that comes when we do it together. Yeah, and I can celebrate, man. I go, wow, that stuck out. That that's it. That's a good word. Like I need that. I need radio shows like this. I need teaching like this. I need podcasts so that I can grow and I can actually you know, go, man, that's good. And if we can just wrap our head around going, let's celebrate what's worthy of celebrating. And, you know, though Paul's going, hey, to die is gain, he's going, hey, but that's not the the goal right now. There's something else, there's more work to get done. Man, let's get out there and encourage some people today. Let's be positive about some things you see and, and celebrate what God is doing instead of what you feel like isn't done yet.
1: Yeah, that's good. Verse 27 says this, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And that's another encouragement. You do a great job of this. It's not to beat anybody up if you feel like you've been blown in this area, but know that we are sometimes the only gospel that people are gonna see and read, you know, until they get an opportunity to really go further with Christ. I love this quote from St. Francis of Assisi, who I'm not a big, you know, saint person, but I liked his, as he said, go into all the world, preach the gospel, use words only if necessary. Yeah. It's really so much of our actions that we do is that we want to make sure that and Pastor Matt shared this recently in a night of worship. He goes, you know, make sure that you've got a calling on your life and you've got something that God's called you to do, but more than anything is to be a man of God, a woman of God, a good father, yeah. a good husband. I don't want to be killing it at work and having my kids hate me and hate like the church yeah. and want to run away from it. I want to be thriving as an awesome husband And my wife celebrating everything that's going, and that we're all together on the same team. And so, once again, whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel. That we can share the good news, and there's no, you know, shifting of shadow. It's no changing. It's the same that we're presenting on Sunday morning as we are in our neighborhood on a Monday afternoon when you're pulling up to your driveway, you know, when you're helping your neighbor out with whatever they need. Just let your life be that good news.
0: That's good. So, Verse twenty nine says, "For to you it has been granted for Christ's sake, not only to believe in Him, but also to suffer for His sake." I don't like verses like yeah, this. Come like, on. I'm like, "Come no, on, I, suffering! I don't want to suffer. Do I have to?" Jesus, yeah. like, but this is Paul writing from a prison, going, yeah. "Hey, it's all good when you got all the freedoms and all this stuff. But when you're suffering a little bit, hey, don't forget. You know what? We've been granted incredible opportunities to 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 live in a in a in a manner worthy, yeah. even when it hurts a little bit, even when you're suffering a little bit." Yeah. And this is not, again, like a, a martyrdom thing, like, hey, we're all going to die for the cause. But you know what? We do have some things we got to lay down at times. And so we're going to take a break. Actually, you know, we'll come back and we'll finish it up with this. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco.
1: Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and
0: walk with Christ. Earn your Associate's, Bachelor's, and Master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131. And our website is ECCU Equipped Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45. With a high energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages, East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is Viera.eccc.us.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is morning
0: bread you know i was uh, I was in the middle of this thought about suffering for his sake and how i don 't like verses like that, but you know what i I love my Bible enough to know that suffering is good for me that I know that I know that though I I can't see the end from the beginning today I know that the end is better than the beginning and that suffering it doesn't mean that we're you know it's going to be like you know brutal that God's putting bad on you or something this is actually that hey there's going to be some struggle and that we wrestle not against flesh and blood it's not a struggle that the the fight is your your neighbor or is your wife or your kid or your boss but the suffering quote unquote is that it's not always going to be easy i think is a reminder to go hey this isn't we hit the easy button when we come to christ and we just kind of ride it out. you know, like as if retirement was like, you know, three years out, five years out there and you're just kind of cruise controlling it or something. We're not, we're not hitting cruise control here. And I think that's Paul's reminder is going, Hey, don't forget I'm in jail over here. It's not cruise control. It's not easy. It ain't pretty. And though we can, as American Christians sometimes um, feel that way that, you know, the the church is easy, man. We've, we've, we try, we do our best to make church as easy as possible. That, that word of God would be accessible to you as, as easy as it is to get it to you. We want to make it easy for you. We want to set Environments where you can connect with Christ. We love that. But you know what? It's not all gonna be easy and we gotta engage in the battle. Let's go. Let's win the battle today. Let's uh let's let's win through joy, like Pastor Christian was sharing with us. Let's win it, celebrate some people today, celebrate some progress alongside, and let's do life together. It's an honor to do it together. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the show with us. Thanks, guys. We'll uh
1: we'll see you soon. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend.